Um, I have a guest with me today, and he is not just any guest. He is family to me, and he is also going to be family to the Ambition Podcast. He is my little brother. I love him very much. He is an up-and-coming producer, artist, DJ. He's 17 years old. I've known him for uh, quite some time now, and I am really just thankful to see him grow. So without further ado, I want to please welcome Jaime Montanez, known to the world as YB Quest. <laughs> you thought I was going to get your name wrong, again, yeah, didn't yeah, you? I did. Yeah. Actually, uh, we go to a wide shot really quickly. Um, just so you guys know, we are <clears throat> social distancing. You know, I think this is like six, seven, eight feet apart. Um, there is no table. There is nothing at all. There is just a carpet and oxygen and no COVID <laughs> in the air. We tempt each other and everything. It was awesome. So for COVID reasons, <laughs> we're at a distance. You know, you washed your hands before the podcast, right? Definitely. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't. So hopefully. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just don't touch me after. <laughs> so, dude, I am so excited for you to be on the podcast. It has been like, it has been what we've, we've attempted this like three four or times. four times. Four times. I remember. Four times. We've First it was you, then it's me, but it's always you. It's always me. It's the host's <laughs> fault. <laughs> all right. Dude, I mean, you you started here in Stockton. All right. You started doing, you know, little projects here and there in Stockton. I remember you went from being uh, the student, your student ministry's lighting person, which was super awesome because you did an amazing job. Thank you. Thank and you. then you started mixing and matching with me. Well, no, you actually started being a drummer. Yeah. Correct. And then you went from being a drummer to being on the tech side with lighting. And then from there, you started messing around with beats, with music yep. and things of that yep. nature. Then you decide to move all the way to Southern California and be with all the cool people telling me all the mansions you were visiting and whatnot because you're so cool, whatever. And then now you're in El Paso, Texas, and you're conquering El Paso. How, how are you feeling? Like, tell me, tell me about the journey. How's that going? Well, to be honest, it's actually really crazy. Like... Not even two years passed by, and I already moved twice. One right. time to Southern California, now to El Paso. It's crazy, but yeah. Dude, I mean, looking at how far like you're, you know, how far God has brought you from, how far you're just, you're taking it. You're 17 years old. I've seen you grow up, you know. Um, I think I met you when you were 14 or 15, yeah, one of the two. 14. You know, um, you have a lot better haircut than you do now. <laughs> You're not wearing the same flannel shirt that you did back then. Bless God. You got your DJ Khaled outfit. You know, <laughs> and to answer your question, guys, should we, should we announce it? He is a yeah. protege of DJ Khaled. So it's I'm official. kidding. It's official. It's on paper. <laughs> I signed the contract and everything. <laughs> this is the uniform that they have to wear when yeah. they <laughs> when they intern. I'm Another kidding, one. but you know another one major key alert you know i'm <laughs> kidding um but you've you've moved to a couple different places you've moved up in the world and now you are an artist you are um you're casting you're casting your nets out into the ocean hoping to catch something and you're yep. becoming a master at your trade i remember the first song that you came out with and no we're not going to play it i don't you know i don't have it on my phone anywhere you know i'm kidding i won't do that to you <laughs> um but i remember the first song you came out with and you were so hyped about it you Super. were so hyped about it and the progress that you made from that song to today um is 
really like phenomenal. Talk to me about what is it like from your first song all the way to now? Well, first of all, from my first <clears throat> song, you know, like you said, I was really hype. Mm -hmm. I was really hype. I was like, yeah, right. it's, it's awesome. Let's go. And then like probably three months later, it, it doesn't take a long time to get better. Like I heard it and then I just watch YouTube. I listen to other artists, get, you know, ideas off of them. And then three months later, I'm like, dude, this this is trash. Mm -hmm. I delete it off your phone now, please, <laughs> please <laughs> delete it. <laughs> but yeah, no. So like, uh, you know, it's I, I like I'm, I'm still growing, you know, right. there's still a lot I could fix. Mastering, you know, editing, everything. And the cool thing about it is, is you're not just doing your personal projects as well as far as, you know, you singing or you uh, doing your own personal thing. But you're also being asked and invited to work on other people's projects. Yes. Um, talk to me about what is it like working with other up and coming artists? Okay. if I'm, I'm just going to be straight up. If they're trash, bro, it's kind of like, I don't know how to tell them. Like, I just, I lag on them. I'm not even going to lie. I'm like. Oh yeah, my bad, bro. I forgot. I'm sorry. I got you tomorrow. Got you. And if you know, if it's good, I love it because like I I get to sit there mm -hmm. and focus. You know, even though it's not my own my own song, I even get ideas off of them too. So I'm like, hmm, okay. Ah, I'm like, all right, I'm about to use this in my next one. <laughs> but yeah, then I just uh you know mix and edit their song, and they I get paid too. So it's a win win. No, I mean, when you get to collab with other artists, I mean, obviously, it's not always the most pleasant experience. You know, I mean, because not everybody, um, there are a lot of people who ha who believe that they have potential, but not a lot of them know how to express the potential that they have. Yeah. So coming from somebody, I mean, you were you were raised here in Stockton, you know, you 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 have true grit because, I mean, let's put it this way. You can't be raised in Stockton and not have grit. You know, um, you have true grit from where you're coming from. So for you to progress from day one to month three, and then now you've been doing this for what, like about almost like a year and a half? Two now, years. Right? Two, two years. years two years. Two years. And your latest song, your latest song, which I, when you showed it to me, um, my goodness, it like, it spoke to me on so many levels. Um, it actually was like, I when I listened to the song, I didn't stop. I had it on repeat like for five or six times because I'm like, dude, this is actually a good song. Like <laughs> when I, the thing with that is because a lot of people, when their friends come out with something, they obviously want to be like, oh yeah, I'm listening because you know it's my friend or whatever, you know, show the moral support. But then after that one listen or that one read or that one purchase, you're never there to support your friends again because it's like. What you did was crap. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, let's be honest for a second. You know, <laughs> it was trash. It was terrible. Yeah. You know, but when it's at, for me personally, I'm not gonna lie to you. If it's a song that I don't like, no matter who it's from, if I don't like it within the first 30 seconds, I just turn it off, or I'm just like, I'm just, you know, like this is disgusting. Um, or if it's like something that I'm reading or looking at or whatever, I'm just like, I can't. You know, I don't subscribe, you know, to this, uh, this, to this thing. But when you put out your last song, I was like, wow, this is Jaime Montanez. This is like, this is the real deal. Talk to me about what, what it took to put that song pen to paper and then put it out. Okay. First of all, crazy thing about it. It was never on pen to paper or notes or anything. Wow. Not even kidding. Not mm. even kidding. So Sometimes when I make music, yeah, I have to copy out copy out the chorus, the hook and everything, you know. Uh, I have to, you know, copy it and go back to it later. But this one, nothing. I, I literally wow. on the top of my head. But the thing you said, like, what it takes to, to write it, 
Mm-hmm. It, to make it was live. Like everything wow. in that was literally real. Like I'm not even kidding. That's why it took me an hour just to make that. Wow. I was just, yeah. yeah, I just pressed play, recorded the things I wanted to, then stopped, then thought of a new verse. Boom. Recorded it and stopped, recorded, stopped. That's it. Wow. Yeah. That's like, that's very, um, that's very inspiring for me. I, I'm more of a, more than I am an oratory speaker, I am a writer. Um, and when I get very passionate about a project, um, I've written a thousand words with, uh, within under an hour. All right. I just literally type so fast because it's just flowing out of me. Um, with your latest, with your last song, uh, what is the name? What is the name? In of the this song? together. In this together. I wanted everyone to hear it from you. <laughs> All right. So in this together on Spotify, iTunes right now. Go ahead and YB plug Quest. It. Um, YB Quest, not J Three Music. YB no. Quest. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talk to me a little bit about what is like the true, like the the meaning behind the song. You know, how did that come out? So I was with this girl, right? Okay. We were together. Yeah. It was amazing. And I was getting ready to leave, to move. So mm-hmm. it was hard. That's why it's called End This Together. And I, I thought, you know, no matter what, it's going to, it's going to, you know, we're in this together. So that's <coughs> why I was, you know, I wrote it and I, I, I just made it. And then on the top of my head, I was like, okay, because I was sad. I didn't want to leave. Right. I didn't want to leave. And then, yeah, I just, it went in, went into the mic and that's it pretty much. Isn't that so powerful when you can just bring up what you're feeling and you could just bring it into art yeah like i think that's actually my first ever song of like because everything's about you know how i feel but usually i have to look up words that rhyme and i'm like it doesn't feel real because it's like oh you know i'm looking for words but this one every word just popped into my mind i was like wow next 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 you know i think like that song in this together and within that song I don't want to like take too much away from. It. I want everybody to go listen to it because it was super awesome. Um, at the end of the song, which literally is just, it's so. My goodness, I, you, you don't expect it. Um, it's you and the girl that you were with uh, in the song, and it's just like a little clip. You said like you took it on Snapchat or something, right? Or your yeah. iPhone, or you know, um, it was unexpected. It was natural. Um, and it was like it wasn't forced, you know, when you can put a song together that isn't forced or when you could put an art together that isn't forced. That's good. That's how, you know, you yeah. made magic. And uh, my unreleased stuff has a lot of that because oh, wow. I'm telling you, uh, like every time I'm, I could be walking in the store, I hear a beat go on and then I just you, uh, go on my phone. I do it kind of quietly so I don't wow. let people hear. And then I sing into it. I sing the part that's act that what the quirks, the hook that I'm gonna do. Even if it's just mumble like dun, 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 like yeah. something like that. Uh I just do that and then save it for later. So I go back and listen to the beat over again. Wow. And I uh, listen to it, what I did, boom, right into the mic, what I did earlier. You are so committed to your craft, which oh, yeah. is you what you just said right now about how you like, you know, wherever you're at, you pull out your phone and you just take a recording. Um Jose and um, a couple of my other friends are a witness to it. I'll pull out my phone whenever I'm in a deep thought. Um, I'll try my best to remember to do so because when I'm like in the moment, it's kind of hard to just remember, oh, pull out your phone. <laughs> but I try my best to remember to pull out my phone and to record um, what I'm thinking about, what I'm talking about. Because when you're just in the moment, when you're in the zone and it just happens, it's like it's like you enter into another universe. 
you know, it's very crazy. Like you're entering into your spirit nature of like, this is what I'm meant to do. And I'm just getting a taste of my true form, which is super. I didn't mean to go alien level on you. <laughs> like in those that made me cry, bro. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I just feel like, you know, when you get into those creative moments where you're like, yo, this is what I'm doing. What I'm doing is just, is, is just pouring out of me. It's seeping out of me, you know, and you just dive into those recording moments. And then you go back to your studio or you go back to your laptop yeah. or you go back to wherever you're at. It's like, okay, here's this piece. Here's this piece. Here's that piece. Next thing you know, you're just, you're able to create like a masterpiece. Exactly. Talk to me about what is like, aside from that song that took you like a little more or less than an hour to, to create, what is your usual creative process? Okay. So what I usually do is. What, okay, it depends because if I'm looking just to create a song, like, because most of the time, like what I said, I, it comes in my head before I even think about making another song. Mm -hmm. It comes to my head and then I'm like, okay, this is my next song. For sure. But if I'm like sitting there waiting, like wanting to make another song, like, all right, what's next? This song's mm -hmm. been out for a week or two. What's next? Okay. So I sit there and then I just listen to beats over and over again. Sometimes I have to ask my, you know, producer to make some for me or I just get my laptop and make some. And then, um, from there, I try to fill it. Say yes, no, all right, exit out, boom, new beat. If I like it and I'm feeling it and I have a hook to it, I have to always make the hook first. That's wow. that's what makes the, you know, that helps me make the whole verses and everything, the song. Because if I don't make a hook, then that means I'm never going to make it because I won't feel it, mm. you know? Because I feel like the hook's, the, you know, the catchy part, the main part of the song. Makes sense. So, yeah. so if I if I don't have a hook, then I don't make the use the beat. Then when I have the hook, I just pour it in, write wow. it sometimes. Then I put the lyrics in and then the verses and that's it. Yeah. So I love how you said the hook is like the catchy part because it makes so sense. Because yeah. when I think of a hook, it's like a hook in a fish's mouth. You know, sorry for all the graphic image for animal lovers. You know, finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> how did I get Nemo and fish? I don't know. <laughs> um, but I love, you know, the hook is the catchy part because um, a song that, came out and i don't necessarily think it's the hook i think it's i think it's the bridge I don't, I don't know i don't know anything about music when it comes to that stuff but um my friend um britney uh, arroyo she came out with a song called levantate yana and um which is also on spotify and itunes and everywhere else she didn't ask me to shout it out but it's a very good song look at it um i was listening to the song and there's the ending of the song um is um it go i believe it goes like this mi hijo levántate y anda uh, y anda tus pecados um uh, tus pecados uh, are um ah god i can't remember in spanish my i'm yo soy white boy i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but it's such it's a, it's such a powerful um a moment within the song and i feel like when you have the hook or the bridge or whatever segment it is of the song that you just grab um, the person even I feel like if it grabs you while you're creating it you already know it's going to grab the majority of your audience is that how you feel more or less when you make the song yeah pretty much yeah and uh there are times where you do get like writer's block and you know <clears throat> you can't you can't really create music because that's when it's like oh man I don't know what else to think of. Like, what else? What's next? For sure. But what a lot of people have different meditations, is if, if you want to call it that. But what I like to do is I like either go outside at night and go for walks, 
or in the sunset, like I like to get inspired first, and then I put beats on the whole ride. The whole ride, like I, I just get on my bike, just go look at the sunset. I put beats on, and then I'm, I'm waiting for the beat to, you know, what a beat to feel. Mm-hmm. So if I feel it, then I just do the same thing. I, I record it, and then I go back. But writer's block sucks. I'm telling you, like if you just oh, if, yeah. it, if you're just there and you're like, damn, what else? What's next? Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard. So yeah. Who um. Because we're talking about writer's block and inspiration and all of this amazing stuff. Who really, um, what artists do you look up to, more or less, besides Juice World? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> what artists do I look up to? The Kid Leroy. That's one of them. Okay. Uh, Ian Dior. NF was actually the one who brought me into this. NF and Drake. Yeah, that, NF. I, I know NF because he used to wear his hoodies all the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, NF and Drake and probably a couple other, but those were the main one, main ones. Any Tupac and Biggie or J Cole? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. No role models. Let's yeah. go. Don't save her because she don't want to be saved. <laughs> we know the flow. We know the flow up in here. I mean, no, I I I love NF. Uh, some of the songs I love. Um, Let Me Down. I think um one of the songs was Let Me Down. It just that song it it hits deep oh yeah when you resonate with people like nf because you said that nf is the one that brought you into it what was it about nf that was like he wants he makes me want to do this honestly his music is real like Mm. if you if you listen to it everything about him is real like i know it's kind of iconic because he has real on his hat and everything is like (laughs) real music but yeah everything he makes feels deep feels real like how could you leave us that one hit deep that made me cry like five times already Mm. that one that one hit deep and everything is just real you know i like uh, that's what i look up to i like making music that's real and you know sometimes i make you know music that you know just ignorant and stuff but that's because you know the new the new trend is all that you know but I, i in reality i like making Music that's gonna inspire, affect people like that can listen and be like, "Oh wow, he's right. I went through that, and it feels like that." You know. Mm. I remember <clears throat> you were, um, you and I, we were talking about you pursuing music, and one of the biggest things that you and I had talked about. Um, this is the beginning, um, two years ago, uh, when you and I we were talking, and we were talking about how make sure that when you're doing this or when you're pursuing your art form, make sure that this is you performing and you singing and you creating, you know, that it's coming straight from you because when it comes from you and it pours into the ears of other people, when they listen to your music, they'll be like, I can resonate. People, a lot of people right now, they're learning, um, they're learning that they can't resonate with plastic. They can't resonate with fake stuff. They can't resonate with people who look it's the hard. part but aren't the part. You know, they can't resonate with people who act the part but will never actually be the part. They resonate with the people who actually did mess up in high school <laughs> or that actually did flunk out of college or actually, I don't even know, is that even possible to flunk out of college? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I know, you know, I don't even go. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, you know what I mean? But they look up to the people who um, got fired from their uh, all like 10 jobs, you know, and then got the career that they've been dreaming of somehow, you know, like 
talk to me a little bit about why it is that you are passionate about being Jaime and not somebody who just occupies a stage. Because like you said, it feels fake. I don't like feeling, you know, because I don't like fake in general, fake people, anything. It, I hate it. So mm -hmm. if I make like I do make some things that are not, you know, um, just just to make it. But that's because of the new trend in this world now. And just like I want to, you know, I want to do anything I can to make it. But when I make those type of songs, it's not me pouring out. It's just, you know, me making something to make it. But that's that's why, I, you know, now I don't want to drop anything unless it's real, because what story is there? It's not a story. You know, my right. music, ha it has to be a story. I feel like, mm. you know, if you're just singing, what's OK, cool. Nice song is what's the story, you know? Right. But yeah, I remember my dad walked into um, walked in um, while I was in my room and he was like, you know, he just asked me what I was doing. And cause I, I was replaying this one album over and over and over. And he's like, dude, you replayed this album like five times. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, why, why are you listening to it? I'm like, because I'm so attached to the story of it all. When you create a story, when you create something that's going to spark conversation, when you create something that is like, this is this may not change the world, but it'll change someone's world or it'll change someone's worldview in some form or fashion. You know you've you know you've struck a chord in society. Is that like a goal of yours? Yeah, definitely. That is definitely a goal of mine because I want people to talk about it to feel it the music, you know? Feel like, oh man, that's crazy. That hit deep, that hit home. Instead of, oh, it's it's cool. You know? Mm -hmm. I don't like I don't sure. want just to <laughs> I don't want to, I just, I want to, yo, that's crazy. That type of response. I can't wait for you to create a full album like that. You know, like this last song in this together, I, I keep harping on it because the song is like so awesome. You know, you came out, I think in November or October. Yes. When did, November. I th oh, September. Sep some, September. It was, it I think it was recent. September 13th. Oh yeah, 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 yes, yes. Remember, I remember yeah, that. I remember that because we were. I was helping you um, with choose promotion. A date. Yeah, choose a date and promotion. Yeah, and um, so I was. Uh, we were talking it over, and then when I listened to the song, uh, I think I was going through the Chick Fil A drive through, and um, we, you and I, we were talking about you know different things, and then you sent, you sent me the song, um, or something. It was something. That, no, you sent me a raw file. Did you send me the raw file? I don't think I've sent you the raw file. I sent you, oh, the, the album or the song? Oh, the song. I think you sent in me a this file. Together? Yeah, I think you sent me yeah, the I file. Yeah, I think I might have sent you the file. Because it wasn't on Spotify yet. No, then. No, it no, it wouldn't have been on Spotify. Um, But you sent me the file to the song, and when I listened to it, I was like, this is something that it has the potential not just to be local to our local friends, but it has like, you could take this everywhere. <laughs> that, that's one. You. That's why, because that was a song. Look, I just kept. I didn't even have to. I listened to the beat the first, the first few seconds. I was like, when it went, dun, 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 I already figured it out. I was like, oh yeah, this is it. This That's is where it. I'm adding the first vocals, like the first. Uh, you know, remember how in the beginning it has a little skit? That's perfect for like a little rain sound, ambience, and that, and then boom, the hook. I listened to that song and I'm like. <clears throat> 
Jaime grew up. <laughs> <laughs> no more juice. <laughs> uh, no more juice. <laughs> oh man! Uh, inside joke. The reason why. Um, we we've mentioned Juice World like that is be, uh, first of all respected Juice World you know um, he was a great great artist great he inspired artist. and touched many many lives um, but this guy's first album my friend's first album uh, he sounded almost identical to Juice World <laughs> you know and I was like you know what just call it the Juice World inspired <laughs> album you know <laughs> I showed it to my coworkers I'm like yo my boy got a new hit and they're like really all right let me hit him and then they put we put it on the the speaker at my job and. My boy looked at me. He's like, "That's Juice World," and I'm like, "Yeah, bro. He ins- he was inspired." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, if it, hey, you know what? We all have our inspirations. Yeah, but also other people like uh, that's that's good that you tell me these things because criticism is actually really good. Because if you don't, you know, if you're like too scared, you're like, if you don't listen to what people have to say, you're never gonna grow from it. You know, mm. and that's what I learned from you. I, in the beginning, I was like. Shut up. I was like, I was like, whatever. I was like, be quiet. But now that I got a taste of it, you know, because remember that, that whole thing that happened, I got a taste of it. And I was like, you're right. You know, I, I changed it up and I still learn. I'm still learning how to make it sound like me. Wait, what thing happened? I don't remember. Remember, the, I went on the, the little uh, the little performance thing and everything, you know. Oh, yes, yeah. They, yes, the exact yes. same thing you said. They said to me, they said. I can't pass to the next level because it sounds too much like Juice World. Wow. Yeah. So what you told me, I was like, <clears throat> then I learned for reals because I was like, oh, damn it, Izzy has to be right, man. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> was like, it was good too. They said they liked the song, they loved it actually. But one, like two of the judges said yes. Two of them saying, well, three of the judges said no. One said yes. I feel like I I love what you said. How if you can't take criticism. You know, you're never going to be able to move to the next level. Mm-mm. You know, I mean, I think um, this is the next portion of our conversation that I want to dive into with you <clears throat> is because um, a lot of the people, even in my generation, OK, it's sad to say that 90s babies, you know, are getting <laughs> a lot like this and 2000s babies are, you know, worse at this. But whatever, you know, um, it's crazy how our generations are not able to f- completely take criticism anymore it's like for whatever reason our skin stopped being thick at a certain age and we are so easily easily offended we're easily triggered all right that word triggered i hate that word because because it triggered me yeah (laughs) look at that i'm triggered you know i'm gonna go on twitter and cancel him because he triggered me you know cancel the word triggered 2021 you know um we live in a culture called cancel culture, and I and I read this uh, this tweet, <clears throat> which was talking about how y'all are blaming cancel culture, but what if it's just you reap what you sow? And I looked at his tweet, and I'm like, "You are a dummy." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I didn't. I, I obviously I didn't tweet back at the person like that. I didn't tweet at all at the person. I just read it, and then I closed my app. But we live in a generation that is so. so so easily offended you know um with all due respect to different people we we as a society for whatever our reason i don't i don't know why it's like this i i don't know where it started i I personally if anybody in the comment section can like let me know where it started just you know let me know something text me email me dm me comment let me know where it started i don't know where it started where we got so easily offended 
okay, where a song offends us or an outfit that someone wears offends us or somebody wearing clothing inspired by another ethnicity offends us like i don't i don't know like a couple um gosh i don't remember it was it was obviously before covid a couple years ago people were flagging this person for uh culture appropriation i think that's the term that people call it now this show might be canceled by what i'm about to say by the way (laughs) but and then it was because they were um wearing a mexican outfit or whatever and me being mexican i'm like that doesn't offend me (laughs) but you got all the non-mexican people saying that's (laughs) that's culture appropriation you know we are so easily offended by other things and i wanted to dive into this conversation because i wanted to ask you you're 17 years old you're an up-and-coming artist you're an up-and-coming musician you're an up-and-coming producer okay you are in the year 2021 in corona where people like somebody who i look up to um alan degeneres who was like the kindest oh yeah human Oh my god, I'm gonna cry because <laughs> you know, I, I, okay, she's okay. she's super. Yes, it's okay. Toxic masculinity <laughs> is a no no. You know, but you know she's one of the kindest human beings that you know um, you can ever meet. You know, I've never met her. You know, one day, fingers crossed. You know, got you. Right. Um, but right, <laughs> but people try to cancel her because apparently there was some form of misconduct on her show that was either proven or not proven. You know, you have Kevin Hart who either told jokes five, ten years ago um, that were extremely inappropriate. I don't even know what the jokes were, but they were either very inappropriate or they were, or the tweets or whatever. And then he was asked to host the Oscars like a couple years ago. They tried to cancel him. One thing one thing I, I, I learned personally is don't, this might sound weird, but don't listen to the hate. And it's true. Mm-hmm. Because I learned that the hard way. I started listening to, you know, the haters i was like oh like oh really really it was a it was a song called not the same i took it off because i i was like okay they're, they're not you know they're not liking it but then as soon as i took it off two weeks later someone's like hey what happened to the song mm-hmm. i really liked it that touched home for me you know right that, that went deep i was like you know i was like oh wow wow just because i listened to one person mm-hmm. this happened so for any artist or anybody out there, just don't listen to the hate because just because one person doesn't like it, it's probably affecting way more people. Mm, come on. That's powerful. That's really powerful because there's a difference between receiving constructive criticism from people who have either been where you're at or they're building something that's showing fruit. And there's just then there's a difference between that and receiving criticism from people who've never constructed anything that that's the big thing in our society and we we love to point fingers looking at people saying you could have done this better i don't like his jeans i don't like his glasses or i don't like his uh one piece outfit or i don't like his you know tie-dyed blonde hair you know or i don't like this or whatever i don't like how much auto-tune he puts in there you know you know whatever the case may be a lot of the haters are really people who've just never constructed anything. They're just consumers. That's really what they are. And, you know, let's be honest for a second. We need the consumer as content creators. Do we need the consumer? Yes, we do. All right. They're the people who pay the bills. Okay. But when you get to this point where you live by the crowd, 
you're going to end up dying by the crowd. Yeah, pretty much. The perfect picture of that is Jesus. Now, I'm not saying that Jesus lived for the, for the approval. I can't talk right now. I'm sorry. Jesus did not live for the approval of other, others. He didn't. Um, but the perfect picture is two weeks ago in, in the story, they were singing, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed be the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Then a week after that, they were singing, crucify him, crucify him. When you are so focused on what the haters are saying and not what your actual message is, you're going to realize that you're going to be up one day and you're going to be down the next. And the one thing about our generation is we've lost the art of disagreeing. We've lost the art of having thick skin. We've lost the art of like just dusting off our shoulder. People suck. (laughs) (laughs) People people do have a tendency of not living to the standard of what it means to be a great human. That is a human tendency. But when we allow it to affect us so much, like how many times are we going to go on Twitter? I can list like 20 accounts to go to send a depressing tweet tonight. I miss I miss you and you broke my heart. It's hurts to cry so much. You know, I'm not saying do not um vent. That's not what I'm saying. But when you get to a point where it's just you have no thick skin anymore. You've lost your humanity. That's how I feel about it. You as an up and coming artist, you as somebody who is growing up at 2021, 17 years old, how are you going to focus on your message in front of the masses? Just don't listen to the haters. Don't, because if you're working on a goal, keep doing it. Even if people don't like it, just listen. If you, if you love something, I'm not going to stop because someone wants you to stop. You know, it's like, I'm not going to quit this job because you want me to do this. You know, Mm -hmm. that happens a lot. And, uh, you know, people get mad because some, some people just work regular jobs, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And then they get mad at artists or YouTubers or influencers. They're like, wow, they get paid to do nothing. It's not nothing. No, it's passion. It's actually takes life. Like, uh, the song in this together, it took months. It didn't take months to put the song together, but it took months to go through the experience to think about the song. You know, it's not just, you know, you're not, it's not doing nothing. It's everything it's everything to them and it's everything to me everything you know music is everything to me that's what it is in order to be a content uh creator you have to be creative with the content that you have you can't just wake up one morning and be like oh look at whole bunch of content sometimes i think a lot of times with the content creators we have to go through life experiences we have to go through things because that that's what creates the best that's what creates the best content. The story. It's what creates the best story. It's what writes the best story. Right now we're in 2021. And um, first of all, I want to say thank you for coming on. You know, this is like, it's been a privilege to have my little brother <laughs> on my podcast to grace me with his presence. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, thank you, thank you. But I guess to kind of wrap this whole thing up, <clears throat> um you you've grown up you know around jesus and with jesus you know throughout your life um sucks some segments you've been really heavily involved in other segments of your life you've been not as much involved in but you've always known him to be 
course. present. Of course. In your life presently, like, how, who is Jesus to you? He's still Jesus, the one he's always been. Just because I'm not, you know, involved as much isn't because that doesn't mean that I walked away from God, you know? It's just that there's things that happened in my life that I couldn't, you know, I couldn't stand anymore. I was like, okay, okay, okay. But he's still there, you know. He's the the same as always, and he always. I know he's the person I go, I look up to, you know, the person I, or not the person, the, you know, God. <laughs> he's God. Yeah. You know, um, I still, you know, it's the same thing. It's just things happen in life, and you know, a lot of people think that I went downhill, but in reality, he's still he's still there. The same thing. It's just just because I do something different doesn't mean he's not there for me, you know. I love that. I love that you can be honest about the space that you're in you know what i mean a lot i i remember not i remember excuse me i know that there were a lot of people when they're asked that question it's like oh yeah things are great you know like me and god like cool. yeah like yeah you know like we're so tight you know um pray every day read my bible you know but when you can be honest which you know yeah i, I believe you should be doing that you know what i mean i think there's a there's the should part you know um and i believe like you know, for people who are following Jesus, you know, and who are pursuing after the things of God and what God has for their life. Um, I always liken to following Jesus because uh, being a Christian means being a Christ follower, follower of Christ. And I always liken that phrase to um, the game follow the leader that a lot of us may have played when we were growing up as children, which is when the leader moves right, you move right. When the leader moves left, you move left. When the meter, When the leader is just chilling there, you chill there. You know, and when the leader moves his hands, you move your hands, move your legs, you move your legs, you know, all these different things. Whatever the leader does, you do. And it's hard for you to stay within that same rhythm when you're not actively following the leader. But there are a lot of people who try to, as what Paul writes, I believe, I believe it's the Apostle Paul, he says, they take on a form of godliness, but they lack the power thereof with inside of them and i love how you can be you as a person you Jaime. i love how you can just you could be honest be like i'm not exactly where a lot of people wish me to be but i'm thankful i'm not where i used to be and i think we could both agree there exactly yeah <laughs> you know you're not this insecure kid anymore you know you dress a lot better. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no. Putting you up a picture, right? <laughs> <laughs> and this is exhibit A. <laughs> but you are somebody who's growing. You are somebody who is learning to lead positively and godly with the influence that you have. And you are learning to be the person that God created you to be. So for the next few moments, the floor is yours. If you were to talk to an artist um, or someone who has a dream or a desire to to sing or to write or to produce or to act or to go for that career or for that job or whatever it is, and they were sitting right in front, like, what would you tell them? Honestly, I'd tell them this. I know a lot of people say it, but do not give up. Like, don't give up. Even though I haven't, you know, made it yet. I'm still going. And there's been so many times already that I've been wanting to give up. Like there's times where I just want to, all right, just 
I, there's been times where I want to tear down my studio. Like I just want to just been there. <laughs> like throw everything across the room and throw everything. I just like I, I was tired of it. But no, like if you don't, I'm pretty sure you know. One day I'll be up there, and it'll be soon. You know, hopefully in a few months, a few years, doesn't matter. But I'll be back on this podcast when I've made it. Really, <laughs> but honestly, yeah, don't give up. Yeah. Don't give up. Don't listen to people. Don't listen to haters because they're always going to try to tear you down. They're, I guess they're bitter in life. You know, they, I'm like, what better? Like, wow, people can really tear you down and it sucks. Like words can really affect you, but you just got to look, uh, look the other way. You just can't, you can't do that if you can't listen to them. Cause if you listen, you're never going to get anywhere. Like I said, you know, cause mm-hmm. you're just going to be, oh, okay. Okay. You know, that's not, that's not how you're supposed to live. You're supposed to do what you love to do no matter what, you know, even if it takes years doesn't matter just get to the spot where you want to be and if you think later on what's next well then keep going higher keep dreaming higher and higher and higher you know because life you have to have a purpose 